We should record right, the podcast. Are... Hi. Yeah, I'm you guys Flower are funny. And all King. right. And Caden. All right, all right. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, Last go. Last time on Tales from the Table, we fought Willie the Bookworm and we kicked its ass. We haven't even it got like yet. a grand total of two fucking actions off or something, and we whooped its butt. And Cloud was really sad and embarrassed about it. We're going to come I'm back down keep... to Yoali and she's going to be <laughs> like, oh God, oh God, is everything okay? And we're going to be like, actually, yeah, everything is great. <laughs> like, that shit was fucking easy. I like, can't believe you, you didn't handle that up. shit on your we own. stuck with this for months and we bopped it a couple of times and it died. <laughs> I'm keeping that as the summary. All right, is everybody recording? <laughs> It was Willis, not Willie. I said Willie. All right, everybody, welcome back to our podcast tales from the table uh oh yeah that's right okay uh i'm cloud uh <laughs> dungeon master and creator of this adventure and i totally forgot and around our virtual table we have and athanasius and flower caden that's perfect i love it <laughs> i love this new style i love that we're mixing it up uh they kicked the uh, bookworm's ass, and uh, I was sad. What you talking sad. about, Willis? Yeah, the, they they just hard no to Willis there. Poor Willis. Well, hard yeah. no from Caden and Athanasius, especially with the ripping up of the, the spell model. Uh, it was, a, it yeah, was more was... of a yes from Flower, because he definitely took that poem and, and such. Yeah, that was, it was more of like a, like a no, maybe. No, then, but uh, also yes. And there were just a lot of webs and a lot of fire, and then the fire got put out, and so right now you guys are in um, this tower room that is now full of a lot of burned, soggy books, uh, because they have been burned and then rained on, and uh, that is pretty much it. Uh, Sonnet, I think, is still, like, half in, half out of the trapdoor, like, oh, uh, okay, well, uh, I guess that's that. Wait, when did it rain? You used rain t- or Athanasius uh, cast uh, oh, create yeah. water. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Which was really nice. Because uh, you don't have weather worker anymore. Because I don't like... have weather worker anymore. Yeah, damn, Caden. You had one job. Can't even do it. Can't yep. even make weather anymore. What's the point of a weather sorcerer if you can't make fucking weather? Okay, guys. You had one okay. job and it was to it was to make rain fall. There's on one things. thing I learned from this. Don't Don't get rid of weather worker. And take it back next level. Because <laughs> otherwise, when you get to level five, you gotta take it again. Your, your group will give you shit for uh, being a storm sorcerer. You got storms. what minor illusion? It's oh true. boy, you made an image of yourself that completely didn't do anything. <laughs> that still can't make what fucking weather? Oh you can my make god! What's the point of a, of a minor illusion? <laughs> oh, you can make an illusion of rain. Ooh, oh, make a little illusory thunderbolt. <laughs> Okay, okay, Can you real... imagine if Caden just makes an illusion that the fire's not there, but it's still actually there? Caden's like, it's fine, guys. <laughs> Take care of it. This is Real fun. talk, though. Real talk. He can make fog clouds. That's true. 
and that is definitely that is a valuable true. asset. I hadn't I hadn't thought about whether fog cloud would put out fire. I don't think so. No. No, but it is decidedly a type of weather that he can make. It is. It just it wasn't quite the right type of weather for that situation. Okay. Uh you guys uh take it from here. Well, we're headed downstairs, right? Yeah, we should get back down to Yoali. We should get to yeah. Everything is sort of I'm kind of looking around like it's almost too good to be true. Everything is good now. Yeah, that that feel a little too easy to anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little wor- like we got it, right? We did get it. I'm looking around I, like I think so. The Willis didn't just like dis- like disintegrate into nothing, right? There's still like a big book dragon body all all over, right? Yeah, when you defeated uh, the worm, its body made of books collapsed into sort of just a, you know, scattered heap of books that were mostly on fire and tangled up in a spider web that was also on fire. Um, yeah, uh, like, I-, I could be cruel and be like, in the in the distant shadows, you see just a, a movement of the dust. Boss fight, too. <laughs> fight. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. <laughs> Or at the edge of your hearing, you you hear just the the slightest chuckle, <laughs> sort of fading away into the distance. Um, but that sort of feeling of pressure that you felt when you first entered the room, um, that there was definitely something there, is is no longer there right now. It just feels like an empty room. So it's been depressurized. All right, I'm gonna go back down. I know with with high with how high up we are, it being depressurized is maybe not good. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) All the windows suddenly (laughs) bust and you get sucked out. Uh, no, it's 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 fine. It's a magical fantasy universe. Yeah, you guys can go down the stairs. Uh, Sonnet will get out of your way, so you can go down the stairs. Yeah, Sonnet better get out of our way. They gave me Bardic Inspiration, which I used. To fail at stealing the poem. Yeah, what you used to try to <laughs> fucking deceive us and then failed and then epically. <laughs> to be completely fair, Sonnet would have helped more, but didn't have to. So they were like, I, I don't. They, yeah, they looked in I there and they're yeah, like, oh shit, fair, should I help? And then they're like, well, I guess I don't have to. This seems fine. The other two are untouched. <laughs> I'm down four hit points. Like, we're okay. Yeah. It just watched you guys just just completely wail on that monster, and they were like, well, I, I guess I'm not needed here, so I'm just going to sit back and watch. They have, like, virtual popcorn. They're just sort of, like, <laughs> watching the show. Yoali, y- we did it. It's, it's, all, it's all done. It's, it's defeated. We killed that shit. As surprising as this might sound, I can confirm. Uh, they beat that thing hardcore. What did I tell you about the power of friendship? I, I never thought I would say this, but I, I'm starting to believe in this power of friendship. You don't, like, worship, like, a god of friendship or something, do you? Is there some sort of extra magic? You know, plus one for the cult of heroes, motherfucker. Cult of heroes, cult of heroes. Caden, do we have a chant? Um, that's kind of <laughs> culty. I mean, do we just don't we just lean into it though? It's it's a little bit facetious, right? Like you know, uh, we're a cult, but we're heroes, you yeah. know. I don't think that's how people will think of it. We're the cult. 
of heroes. I like that. Speaking as a bard, yeah, I'm not sure. You might want to workshop that a little bit more. I'm not sure about cult of of heroes. Uh, you might you you might want to think of another name. Then again, it's one of those serendipitous things. Sometimes a name just happens. Got to kind of let destiny take its course. I'm afraid we're probably stuck with this one. As Caden looks at that <laughs> flower. <laughs> Where's Yuwali? Yeah, uh, she's uh, there, um, sort of waiting. Like, she wasn't super close to the bottom of the stairs, because to be honest, she wasn't sure you guys were actually going to win. In fact, she was pretty sure you weren't. Um, so she was kind of still hiding uh, back among some of the bookcases. But when she hears your your voices and that you sound okay and, and Sonnet calling out that you guys won and everything like that, and apparently you guys chanting cult, cult, cult of heroes... Uh, sure, sure thing. Uh, she's right there, <laughs> coming out of the bookcases. Her tail lashes back and forth a little nervously, and she brushes some of her long hair, uh, like, back out of her face so she can see you properly. And she takes a couple tentative steps forward, and then, uh, a, f- a few more as she sees that you guys aren't, like, you know, grievously wounded. <laughs> um, and sh- and she sort of runs up to you. Are are you okay? Are, are you are you hurt at all? You don't even look hurt. Kane says, "We came, we saw, we kicked its ass." <laughs> Up top, man! I didn't even think that was possible. How how on earth did you manage to defeat it? I do you have some sort of like mighty magic. What did you do? As a quick aside, uh, Flower holds out all four of their hands, and I high five the top two, and Caden high fives the bottom two. Agreed. Hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. That's such a cool skill. <laughs> Being able to <laughs> high five two people at once. <laughs> um. I mean, no, no particular special powers. I don't. Caden did some really nice shit with some webs that yes. made it so it kind of couldn't do much, and then it we just kind of like wailed on it until it died. We were able to use some fire, yes. Athen, you busted out some interesting magic. What with the magical book thing, that was cool. Oh, the the cutting words that I used, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Is that what that's called? That's what I've decided to call it. I yes. See, it seems very appropriate for your class. Yeah, you know, I kind of felt like I could have manifested that any way I wanted, but that, you know, I'm a book, I'm a nerd, so I felt like it was appropriate. Uh, A little bit of panic uh, flits across Yoali's features, as you guys mentioned, fire. You, oh my god, you you didn't light the books on fire, did you? I put it out. We did, but we we put it out. Are they okay? She almost, like, is going to push past you to go up and, and check on the books upstairs. Some of them are no. a little singed and soggy, but, you know, this tower is massive, so the most of them are completely fine, yeah. Oh, books are really important, uh, but I guess, was the monster using them? So it's preventing the end of the world. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, well, I... I knew this place couldn't stay perfect forever, I guess. It was always too good to be true. I I pat her on the head a bit. This library was always my favorite place. It was 
where I came and felt like I was really myself. And I was so happy to be back here again, but I know it's not really real. It's really gone, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But hey, that's okay. It's okay, because you're going to be with us now, and we're going to take you someplace safe. What about all this, though? I mean, it's all fake, but it's all still here, I think. I don't feel like the magic's really changed that much. I mean, I could tell when the monster went. I I felt like, like that gaze that had been watching me and, and that voice that had been whispering in my head, it went away. But the rest of the magic, I can still feel it coming out of me. What are we going to do? Can't you end the illusion? I've never really tried, but it sounds hard. It's it's hard to explain, but this this place, it would be like if you built like a castle out of stones and then how do you take that castle apart? You would have to do it really carefully or else it would all fall in on you, right? Is, That's what it feels like. Is to there me. any way to at least slow down or stop the gloaming from spreading? I don't think it'll spread anymore. That was that was the worm. They wanted it to spread. They wanted to keep eating and and for the spell to grow. It got more powerful the more reality it leached out of the world, and the worm was feeding on that. I don't think it'll grow anymore. But uh, if I want to take this apart. I don't know if I can do it alone. I might need some help. Maybe you guys can help me. You helped me before. You guys did that really cool spell. That felt really good. I felt like I finally had God damn, friends. I'd forgotten we fucking did the You did ceremony. It was of... so cool, you guys. And you see her like dab? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know what this is, but this magic sign you taught me, it feels so good. I feel i feel just really excited and happy when I do it now. It's really great. Thank you for giving me that. Well, how about this? We have a couple of things we need to take care of, but then we can see about trying to help you take the gloaming apart, okay? There's, yeah, certainly no imminent need to do it right now. And besides, it would be a real shame to destroy all these people that you've made. We met Salima in the hair shop, and, you know, there was a nice minotaur person. You wouldn't want to just make them disappear, right? I mean, I've been telling myself for months that they're really back, but I'm not sure that they... Well, I mean, that's not really honest. I know it's not really them. It's just... It's fake, just like everything else. It's just an echo of them. Yeah, flower. It's an echo of all the people who used to live here. Flower, we, we kind of we kind of do need to make them disappear because otherwise people can come and they could keep getting hurt, and we don't want them. Hmm. It still doesn't feel great. Can I interject real quick? No. <laughs> I just want to say I was listening to a previous episode uh, a little while back, and I realized. 
cloud that you had all the um, shops in the area female focused. And mm-hmm. I thought that's probably because the um, illusion creator is female. I thought that was really You guessed correctly. That is exactly why that was the way it was. I thought that was really Congratulations. Neat. You put together the uh you solved my shopping puzzle. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, are like, you allowed behind... to say that? Is that No, I'm you already that said out. that a lot of times though. That's Did I really? already made oh, it fuck. into the podcast multiple Shit, times. Shit, I'm sorry you guys. It's just too good a joke to pass up. Um no, like behind the curtain, uh yes. I remember um uh when I pointed that out. Uh, I think, I don't know if it made it into the episode or not, but at the in that moment, Audrey was like, oh, you made it just like Gerudo Town in, in Breath of the Wild. And I was like, no, no, it's not because in real life in Zul'jara before they kept all the men out, uh, it was it's because uh, this is the dream city. Cre- it, this is like the ideal city of a teenage girl. <laughs> oh, that wasn't so in got- the episode. Okay, yeah, this is the ideal city of a, a teenage girl, uh, a, a particularly, um, yeah, kind of girly teenage girl. Like, you can you can tell based on the stuff you've seen uh, of Yowali that uh, she was pretty stoked to, like, get her hair done a lot and, like, uh, you know, wear a lot of cool jewelry and, like, really pretty dresses. Are all the books and, in the like... tower romance novels? Uh, I don't think you guys ever looked too closely to see what kind of books they were, um, but definitely you can ask Yowali about what kind of, you know, books she likes and stuff. I don't think you guys ever looked too closely at them. I think Flower at one point asked if they were porn, and I said that they weren't all porn. (laughs) Yowali is a teenager. We do do, do want to keep this a little family friendly. I just remembered that real quick, so no one to... Yeah. Wait, what? Family friendly fuck tit butts ass tit fuck butts. Cuddlingus. Are you saying all that in front of Yowali? <laughs> no. She's like 16, you guys. <laughs> you just said butt ass tits in front of her. <laughs> she she like puts her hands over her mouth. She's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> We're a little tired. <laughs> For here, for heroes, you guys use a lot of salty language. My parents not said not to say stuff like that. You really shouldn't, you know. Um, we're used to only the. I don't know what teenage sixteen year olds you've met, but when I was in high school, I don't think the girls would have said something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, never mind. Uh, like record scratch, Yali's actually just like vaping and is just like, hey, cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> and then she dabs. Yeah, and then, and then more dabbing. And you guys feel us a, a guilt prick at you. What have we done to this person? We, we taught this person her. bad things. We're a bad influence on the youth. Um, Flower and Caden. So, we never found Joe's boots. Correct. And we also, I, we promised to go check out that stink pile of socks outside the, the walls. And I'm kind of nervous about that dagger lying around. I don't want anyone else to come across that. Exactly. We should, yeah, leave the gloaming throw, uh, through that city and try to get it as well. Whoa, whoa, wait. Uh, I, I don't know if I made this abundantly clear. The dagger was bad news. You guys don't want to go anywhere near that thing. We're not going to use it. We're just going to 
keep it safe. We don't want anyone else. No, 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 no. Like you, you can't even touch it. You guys don't understand. That thing wants you to touch it. When something wants you to touch it, that's a big clue not to touch. We can yeah, we're not going to touch it either. We're just going to figure out where it is. It? Yeah. I don't know, you guys. I, I've got a really bad... F- I, I had a really bad feeling about it. That's why I got out of there. Sonic, okay. you, you just watched us um, in, our, in our battle with the bookworm, right? We're about as capable as they come. We can handle this. My uh, assessment of your abilities has definitely gone way, way up. Uh, you guys are formidable. I've got a history as a sword swallower, so I was just going to practice with it. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. You do remember that I told you that the shades there, like, sucked uh bossum like, out through his eyes, nose, and mouth, right? Like an egg. It was... Horrible. Okay, we fought some shades. They were not nice. There were a lot of them there. I mean, like a lot. And now there's definitely one more. Okay, but imagine how guilty you're going to be if some random person stumbles across the dagger and gets hurt by it. You don't even need to do an insight check. Uh, You look at Sonnet's face and it's just completely blank. There's no guilt. (laughs) No guilt whatsoever. I see. I mean, it is in the middle of the desert. I mean, what are the chances that someone else is going to stumble across it in a place that's full of shades? I think that's probably pretty unlikely. I'm mostly concerned that I don't get possessed by that thing. Well, you can stay a good ways back. And I mean, I guess you can venture into the desert by yourself. I mean, there's certainly more shades and flesh strippers out there. I just think it's best if we stay together. Yeah stick with you if, if it's uh you know all the same to everybody but uh uh look don't say i didn't warn you bad news we have been warned we will handle with care i would i would love to get a move on i've we, we need to get back to Galmoffrey as soon as possible you guys are saying a lot of words and stuff that i don't necessarily understand you're looking for boots you mentioned something about smelly socks I don't think I've seen those anywhere. Uh, there was a pile of them outside the city. Huh. I haven't been outside the city in a while. Would you like to go check? Let's go. I guess maybe. Yeah, Wally, um, bring some of your favorite books. Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. I mean, they're not really real, right? It's probably best to just let go mm. and move on. But I'll come with you, and I think that'll be okay. And then if you helped me before, maybe you can help me a little more. The boots are important? Yeah. They're certainly valuable. Yeah. they're important to somebody. You don't just want them for greed, do you? Because that's really bad. I mean, you've seen what happens to people here, right? If you take stuff, it leeches all the reality out of you. Mostly not for greed. We kind of, yeah, promised someone uh, to get their family relic back. Sort of feel responsible okay. to try, at least. Yep. But also we're well, going to get a lot of money for returning them. <laughs> you say, 
Flower is just like a character that has perpetual zone of truth. You don't even need to cast zone of truth on Sonnet. They just this is why he didn't make a good diplomat. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's just like, but we do actually also want a shit ton of money. Yes, (laughs) Yoli frowns. I if it's for a good reason, I'm okay with it. But just money, like I said, I mean, look what happened to Sonnet. And it's true, Sonnet still looks very sort of blurry and translucent around the edges. And Sonnet nods vigorously. Yeah, um, I know there's a lot of treasure and stuff around here, and believe me, I love me some treasure. Uh, but I went a little bit overboard, and this treasure, uh, first of all, I'm not really sure you can take it with you, to be completely honest. And second... Uh, definitely negative consequences. Well, we've at, well, at least got to try. Yeah. So we're partially doing it for the money, but the reason that the person who wants it wants it is because it's a family heirloom and it's going to help them set up their shop. So mm. that seems fine to me. What are these boots like? They are embossed with jackrabbits. I believe they're made of red leather, and they have magical silver spurs glinting on the back of them. Made for oh. uh, uh, gnome, gnome feet. So a little small. Ooh, so small feet. Uh, yeah. Yoali nods. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't think I... I mean, we could check show some of the shoe stores, I guess, but... I don't know. My instincts are telling me that something that important, uh, it, it it might be somewhere else. Um, have you guys noticed that as you've gone through the the city, through the spell, stuff tends to find you, right? Like, if it's meant for you, it comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if these boots are really meant for you, then they'll probably find you. Alright, let's go fucking looking for a dagger then. Okay, yeah, let's go. You mean the boots, right? We were like, uh, uh, like we'll find the, da- <laughs> the the boots on the way to the dagger if they're meant for us, like you said. Okay, all right. Well, ah, uh, jeez, oh, I can't believe I'm helping you do this. <laughs> Look, the, the knife got left in Alsoon. It was off to the northwest of the city, so. You guys came in from the southwest. So we'll leave in a different direction then. Okay, I was just reminding you. Okay, yeah, you guys can uh, make your way out of the library and... Wait, will a floaty voice still attack us? Uh, you are not sure about that. I imagine Yowali can tell them not to. You would hope. Well, I think we should ask before we, you know, go out the door. I'm already like halfway out the door. (laughs) Wait, Flower. Huh? Uh, floaty boys. You all, will the floaty boys attack us still? Or can you tell them to not? Is that what you were calling my dragon kites? Yes. It's a kind of silly name. <laughs> floaty boys. And floaty boy colon thick. That's this big guy Which up one here. was that? That was the big one with the two heads. Oh, that one was my favorite. That was the one I made last. It was the best of all. You guys didn't hurt them, did you? Um. I glanced um, over and saw it. <laughs> we didn't hurt them. 
now, now look. Whoa, 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 wait. Wait, no, uh, I totally did cause harm. I forgot. <laughs> I tamed one of them. We made friends. Yeah. Oh, they, they liked you? Well, yeah. that's like scritches. Have you given them scritches before? Yeah, of course. Oh. It's yeah. really cute when their fins twitch when you get the right spot. I befriended Aww. one, and then Sonnet murdered the shit out of it. They did. I say, looking at Sonnet. They maybe clawed you it You glares bit. at Sonnet. I, first of all, that is an unfounded accusation. Second of all, I don't think it was actually dead. How can a kite die? But Yawali sort of takes charge and, and pushes her way past all of you and walks out the door. Nothing here will attack you unless I tell it to. I certainly won't let the dragons attack you. Maybe I can fix the ones you broke, although, again, they're not real either. And she sort of slumps and looks very sad. Question. Mm-hmm. Any chance we can ride the floaty boy colon thick to the other city to the northwest? Um, are you are you are you saying that to Yawali? Yeah. Mm, I mean, they're they're built like kites. I didn't really build them to carry passengers and take a lot of weight. They're gonna have a lot of trouble getting into the air with so many of us. It's also gonna be hard it's probably to see better a... if we just. A, a pair of boots, if we're up in the air. Yeah, that's These true, do sound I suppose. like kind of small boots if they're made for a gnome. As you guys walk outside, I think you see um the uh you see two of the floaty boys. Uh, the one that got kind of damaged is sort of curled up on the ground. Is its head it's still not... lopsided? Yeah, Aww. but it's it's not dead. Um, it's got some broken sticks and stuff. But it's sort of curled up on the ground, uh, and I think the one you've dubbed uh, Colin Thick uh, has, has sort of gone back into position uh, around the tower. It swoops down as Yawali walks out, and she sort of pats it on one of its heads a little bit as it leans down towards her. There they are. There's our friends. I want to go give scritches to the, the coiled up one. Yeah, same. Oh, it likes that a lot. It makes little woofing sounds as you guys come close to it. <laughs> Rolls over onto its back a bit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It wants belly scratches now. Belly scratches. Oh, the belly scratches. Okay. Yoali seems really happy to see you guys uh, uh, being kind uh, to these, <laughs> these kites that she's created. Sonnet's hanging back a little bit. Uh, they, they seem like maybe they, they feel a little bit guilty. Uh, and a little bit like, oh, don't know how to feel about these dragons. But uh, yeah, y Yawali is is sort of uh, walking between them, comforting them. Uh, she sort of gestures to the, the one with two heads, and it flies off. And uh, she comes over and kind of examines the one that was damaged. Mm, I could probably fix this if I have time, but I don't know. I I think probably we'd better just if you guys have stuff to do we'd probably better just go do it. Are there um, any places here you'd like to visit to say goodbye before we leave the city? Um She looks back at the library and I think she just sort of walks back and lays her hands on all the spines of the books that are making up 
the outside of the tower. And she just rests her head against them a little bit for a moment. I really should have said goodbye a long time ago, she says. And then she lifts her hand off of the tower and she turns her back and she walks towards you with a firm set in her shoulders. All right, I believe we start heading out. Okay, yeah, you can make your way. There are gates leading, um, you know, out of... There's this first wall around this section, and then there's kind of like a second wall. Uh, You guys can move back through sort of like the garden district, um, and then out towards the outside of the city. Um, Are you stopping to do anything along the way, or are you just, just heading, waiting for stuff to happen? We're keeping our eyes out for boots. Mm-hmm. And okay. boots. stinky sock piles, if there are any in the direction we're heading as well. All right. Well, you definitely see plenty of what you've seen before. Lots of paper people going about their business. You see some shoe stores, but uh, you don't really see any boots more along the lines of, like, uh, beautifully embroidered shoes and, like, jeweled sandals and things like that. Uh, not not so much uh, cowboy boots with silver spurs. Um, and But, yeah, as you reach the outer wall of the city, there's a, uh, a wind blowing in off the desert, and it carries just a really gross, gross stench, a familiar stench, the smell of socks. All right, let's go see if there's a sock monster or something we have to fight. Maybe it'll put up more of a fight than the bookworm. <laughs> Ouch. XD. Yep. Ouch, oh, you guys. You guys are going to keep poking Cloud, and she's going to make things worse for us. It's, yeah, it's true. Heffin yeah, we're going to get TPK. Although I did, tell like... that, I did tell that one joke when you guys were down. I was I was kind to you because it was your wedding, but revenge is coming. It, it, it is coming. <laughs> you guys are gonna pay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looks sure up you at guys the sky gonna... and he's like, "Huh? It's almost like the cosmic forces that control this world and control how difficult the stuff we fight are consistently underestimate us for no reason." I. This is the last time. Third time's the charm. That third boss. I want at least one of you to, like, be in serious mortal peril. That's my goal. Okay. All right. Yeah, you you smell that uh, terrible, funky stank of unwashed socks. And Yawali's, like, frowning. I definitely didn't intentionally include... God, that smells awful. <laughs> I wanted this place to be sort of perfect. I didn't... Definitely didn't put whatever that is in here on purpose let's go see what it is it's pretty dank for sure tin pulls up a cover over his face to mask the smell a little bit as you walk outside the city yeah you see there are dunes of sand but there are also heaps of other things um and as you walk up to one of them sure enough you can see it is a pile of socks unwashed socks of all shapes and sizes like there are like huge woolen socks tiny little like socks that would be worn by gnomes and goblins uh there are like ones with really weird shapes and you're like do centaurs wear socks like that'd be really weird (laughs) like 
wear there pants. are all sorts socks? of socks yeah exactly so there are socks uh and even a few shoes uh sort of of all descriptions in big heaps uh but there's other stuff too um you see there's like a a pile a little ways off uh it's glittering in the sort of twilight uh light that is uh enveloping the city the city and the surrounding desert Glitter, glitter. I guess Gleam. we just stand here in awe of the <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> mismatched socks, and then we turn around and leave. <laughs> okay, what's this glittery thing? What's this glittery thing? I want to check it out. Uh, yeah. Uh, Yawali's kind of, like, looking at the sock pile. She kind of, like, pokes it with a finger. She takes a couple socks. The None of these, like, match. That's really weird. Yeah. Something... Something dawns on Athanasius as he thinks back to his time at the university and his dorm <laughs> and how many mismatched socks he had because he had lost their partner under his bed or something else. And uh, he's like, uh, these, these might just all be lost things? What's really weird is that you normally... Socks only get smashed after they've been washed, but these are all smelly. Maybe I mean, some of them are washed, but some of them are smelly. Oh, no. You think, like, there are halves of onions around here? Because whenever I cook, I'll, I'll chop an onion in half and use half. And next time I go to use the other half, I, I, I always lose it. How do you always lose half of an onion? I don't know. I put it in the same place and maybe somebody else uses it or it's just maybe I was thinking wrong. But I always manage to misplace onions. I look around for halves of onions. Sure enough, uh, there's kind of like a, it's a smaller heap than the socks, but there's like a small pile of like halves of not only onions, but like other little bits and pieces of vegetables that are slowly forming like a stinky compost heap. Cloves of garlic. Yeah, halves of peppers, like unused herbs, things like that. Ginger that's starting to mold. oh ginger yeah ginger's the worst you buy a big thing of it mm -hmm. and then you only use like a tiny little bit and then the rest molds in your fridge for a month Mm-hmm. yep a lot of that i mean i get the socks but onions? did anybody go check out the the pile that was glittery i said i did you oh okay me. sorry i check out the glittery pile okay yeah flower you uh you slither over and sure enough there's a fairly large massive pile of keys of all sizes um some of them are uh made of like a silver metal some of them are like big bronze keys uh some of them are like really tiny little like uh, glittering keys uh it's not harry potter they don't have wings uh some of them are on key rings they're they're not alive in any way it's just a big heap of keys i stick my hand into them and start jingling them it's nice ASMR. <laughs> There's there's a sort of crashing, tinkling sound as the pile sort of falls over and keys go everywhere. Keys, guys. No monster, just keys. Just keys. Caden no comes over. Does anything look different to Caden? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I didn't know. Are you know. looking for something particular? No, I just wanted a pile of socks. The other's the pile of onions. I figured, I don't know. 
Maybe the keys. No, I wasn't planning this like there's a pile for each of you, and each one represents something (laughs) else. Like it was like no. (laughs) From the sound like I'm like I don't know of anything in history that would relate to keys. This this isn't like the temptations that the worm was giving you. This is like (laughs) this is just um, everybody's last socks. You lose your keys. Uh, What other stuff do people lose? Uh, there. Oh, uh, there's like a pile. Uh, that's just like you see. There's like a bunch of paper blowing around. Uh, maybe that makes you really nervous at first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you see the little assignment dates at the top. (laughs) Yep. And uh, but if you look at it, you're not feeling the sort of mental or like inner tug that you did with any of like the paper that was like a meant for as a temptation. And when you look, it's like taxes and like old receipts for just random junk and uh uh, bills that have never been paid homework that's never been turned in people lost their taxes (laughs) like old you know how when you like go to do your taxes and you can never find the right forms and stuff like that no Oh wow, Mac is like super (laughs) super organized Mac over here never loses the stuff he needs to do his taxes I mean, because I put it in a right. safe spot because I know I needed to do taxes. <laughs> That's what you should do. <laughs> but I feel like people don't actually... Like, do I don't just books. toss it on the pile in the kitchen. I just toss <laughs> it in the drawer in my desk, and then I just go through my drawer later. Oh, man. Okay, yep, yep. Everybody's uh, lost mundane items are in sort of heaps and piles that have been strewn across the desert. Remote controls? <laughs> batteries you know this is this is supposed to be a fantasy universe so i'm gonna say no but if if this was like a more modern then yes so many remote controls i want to pick up uh, a key loose, uh, loose change a lot of loose change mm-hmm. i want to pick it's up not... a key Chewed oh gum. okay sure you pick up a key what does it look like what kind of key i don't know i, I, I just reached my hand and picked one out okay tell me what it looks like. role play <gasps> what Improv. Yeah, you gotta do you gotta do improv, man. You pick a key out of the pile. What does the key look like? Um, let's see. It's a little bit more ornate, but it's okay. large. Oh. Like it's um, it's got a little bit of a, like uh, swirly designs on it. It's something that would look like it'd go to a door, but not to like a front door, to like somebody's secret door. Ooh. Wow, that's cool. And Kane says, I am the key master. <laughs> well, you got to find the doorkeeper. It's the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. You know what? I've only seen that movie. You know, this is the second re- Ghostbusters reference I've made today. Is it really? What was the first one? We came. We saw. We kicked its ass. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is from Ghostbusters. Okay. I smiled a little bit when none of you got it. <sighs> Sorry, I uh, listeners, swine. if you're a true listener of this podcast, you know that I am not one who's super up on movie references because I don't watch a lot of movies. I've only seen Ghostbusters literally twice. I grew up in Africa. Um, it, I have an excuse. I didn't grow up in Africa, so I don't have an excuse. Um, it, it gave me nightmares the first time. <laughs> I was like super scared to ever open my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah i was like i'm like oh fuck i'm gonna open i'm gonna open my fridge and there's gonna be demon possessed muppets in there (laughs) like i don't i did not like that at all um yeah ghostbusters was really scary to me when i was a kid so i've only seen it like twice okay 
Uh, yeah, you guys are examining these piles. Um, why don't you all make me perception checks? Six. Sixteen. Oh. Mod twenty. Nice. Caden, you reach down and you pick up this key uh, and you're sort of examining it and, you know, being like, wow, this is a really cool key. Like, I wonder what sort of, it looks like it maybe went to like a secret door. I wonder like if there was like a secret door that it went to and that was cool. And your, your imagination kind of starts to wander and all of a sudden out of the corner of your eye, you see a streak of movement. Uh, looks like maybe something zipped behind a pile that's maybe 30 feet away. Looks like another maybe like a sock pile. Uh, Athen, you I see jump. it too. Out of the corner of your eye, you see a silver streak. Uh, just for a second. Looks like it moved behind a sock pile that's like 30 feet away. I, I go after it. Uh-oh, is this the sock monster? I've got my machete out. Just in case. All right. As you take a couple of steps towards that pile, you see like a silver ping pong ball. All of a sudden, a streak of silver light bounce from pile to pile. Ding, 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 ding. As it just like bounces back and forth. And as it runs past you, uh, you uh, sort of get blown blown backwards by the, the wind of its passage. Uh, and it streaks off. Uh, into the distance and you can see uh, when you look down at the ground uh, sort of like a blur of tracks and they look uh, some of them look like boot tracks and some of them look suspiciously like rabbit tracks I think I found the boots guys how do we get them so to be clear, this thing like jumped in between the piles and like just started running off straight. Yeah, like like freaking Sonic the Hedgehog, except silver instead of blue. All so right. like Silver the Hedgehog. <laughs> Jesus, I forgot that that's a character. <laughs> <laughs> yep, like that. Um, Kane's gonna run after. On the horizon, you see a silhouette against the oh, it's a night sky. It's it's not a dramatic sunset like it would be in a western. <laughs> But uh, again, yeah, against the uh, against the setting moon, you see the silhouette of what looks like a, like a kangaroo-sized rabbit, but with uh, beautiful curling antlers coming out of the top of its head. It looks at you. Is that and a it jackalope? Seems, it seems to wait. Did Did you just fucking put a jackalope in your goddamn campaign? Yeah, obviously. That's a uh, that's a big jack. How jacked is it? It's pretty jacked, jackal. Fucking ripped. <laughs> as ripped as a kangaroo. Yep. It's the size and physique of a kangaroo. Yes, but it's a jackalope. Oh, and it also has you see the glint of the moonlight off a pair of wickedly sharp teeth. Oh. oh you man. seem to remember something Joe said to you about yeah, coyote eating jackrabbits. Yep. The coyote eating hyphenated. We're not talking about coyotes that eat jackrabbits. We're talking about jackrabbits that eat coyotes. You think that might have been what she was saying, yeah. Yep. Uh, Yawali's kind of staring at it. I definitely did not make that. I should hope not. Hey, Athen, you're, you've proved yourself to be good with animals. Want to go try to get the... get Talk to that thing? 
I'm not sure if it'll let me get close enough to talk to it. Does Is it wearing the boots? Oh, yes. It's wearing the boots. On which feet? The front feet or the back feet? Oh, the back feet. The back feet. Okay. Yep. You can see the gleam of the boots on its back feet. Um, I know I said they were gnome boots and then this is the size of a kangaroo. So all of a sudden it's occurring in my mind that that's not actually like physically possible. But fuck it. Stuck it's on fantasy. its toes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're ma- you know what? They're magic boots. They're magic boots. Against the moonlight, as the jackrabbit looks back at you, all of a sudden you see movement next to it, and all of a sudden, shuffling into view, you see two more shapes. They look like cactuses. Incredible. And now it's a jackrabbit f- flanked by two uh, uh, slouching... Uh, very sharp-looking cactuses with multiple arms. You know, like those big cigarro ones? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does, does this thing want to go? It looks like this thing wants to go. It looks like maybe it, it wants to uh, rodeo with you guys, yeah. Sonnet uh, takes out their loot and goes, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, I'll start like slowly circling in the sand, like you know, and, so we can and, size and each starts, other up. <laughs> yep, it starts, uh, or Sonnet starts playing a uh, a saucy uh, jangling tune on their lute. Uh, for the audience, I posted a picture of a cactuar from Final Fantasy. Oh my god! Actually, it doesn't look too different from that. <laughs> yep. Uh, they, they look like saguaro cactuses, but, um, they have just sort of empty eye holes, and then they have mouths with just an ungodly amount of needle teeth. Uh, you, you remember something else that Joe might have mentioned? About man-eating cactuses. Cacti. Yeah, yeah, something like that, about, uh, uh, jackrabbits that eat, uh, coyotes and, uh, man-eating cactuses. Why don't y'all, uh, roll some initiative? Oh my god, Caden's eyes go wide. Those are the cactus. (laughs) Sonnet is loving this. They are, they are playing, uh, you know, that, like, showdown, uh, at high noon music, even though it's, it's twilight. I've got my, my two little arms, like, you know, ready at my sides to, to whip the spear off my back. (laughs) You know, draw! (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. All right, roll, roll for initiative. 20. 18. 8. All right. First up the bat is Athanasius. Okay. I cast Bless. Cool. And no one ever was surprised by this Well, who do you target? Because we have several uh, allies this time. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let me just double check how many I can target. Up to three creatures. Uh, So I will buff Flower. Rabbit. Caden. (laughs) And Rabbit. (laughs) And yeah, and the rabbit. It becomes Yawali. suddenly much more swole. Oh, and Yawali. Okay. She was kind of oh, hanging back. She already has a plus four from Ceremony, so she, now she's got two plus four. Or plus two D4. Damn. Okay, cool. I've marked that so I don't forget. Okay, uh, then Flower, it is your turn. Um, How close was I to this sort of... <laughs> how wide away was the standoff? Oh... For dramatic effect, uh, quite a ways away. Uh, but you know this thing can move pretty fast, so... Uh, I, can you give me I, a specific? Yeah, we'll say it's like 60 feet away. 60 feet? 
Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> well, fucking. All right. Cool. It would have been that anyways. So I just, from where I am, uh, whip the spear off my back and huck it at the the rabbit. Um, oh, nice. You know, it's just sort of like you know, go for the god, and I just go whatcha. So I do need to roll nice. disadvantage. Oh damn it! Because that's a twenty. Fuck. Man. Oh. That would have been fucking sick uh, and also very in line with how fights go where I'm just like, look at this cool monster and then it just like becomes a pile of gore on the ground instantly. <laughs> 15 to hit? 15 to hit. Uh, yes, you hit. Okay. God damn it. All right. Five damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you huck a spear straight at this thing over 60 feet, 60 which feet. by the way- is no mean feat. Like, this is a very impressive thing. And uh, the rabbit's not expecting it, uh, so you manage to strike a glancing blow. <laughs> and then I start moving towards it, so I move my movement. I golf clap. All right. And yeah, the rabbit sort of takes off as it's as it's hit by this sphere uh, and, and starts moving. I okay. do a little flex for Athen as I, as I slither. <laughs> All right. Uh, then one of the cactuses uh, starts to slouch forward, and you see that there's actually more cactuses than you thought. Um, it looks like there's at least four of them. Uh, and uh, one of the uh, cactuses, they can't move very fast, so it just sort of starts to slouch across the sand towards you. Actually, record scratch. Uh, four of them do that. <laughs> I'm like looking at what everybody's initiative rolls were. All right, suddenly four cactuses start to cacti? Cacti, right? It might be cactuses. I don't know. Four man-eating cacti. Four man-eating cacti, their needle teeth uh, gleaming in the moonlight, their empty eye sockets full of horrible darkness, soul-eating darkness, slouch across the sand towards you. And they're kind of like redead cactus, aren't they? Yeah, kind of. They're really creepy looking, actually. All right, they're they're coming for you, but they they can't move sixty feet in a turn. I don't think they'll eat man, but will they eat man snake? We'll have to find out. Yeah. Uh, so they dragon. they close. Will they they, eat they slouch? <laughs> Is Sonnet safe because they're not a man? <laughs> I am no man. <laughs> Yeah, they only eat uh, they only eat uh, male gendered people, so Sonnet and Yawali are safe. But the rest of you, I I am assuming, uh, the rest of you are are vulnerable. Okay, uh, yeah, let's see, what was I gonna say? Okay, yeah, so these cactuses, cacti, slouch across the sand towards you, uh, and they're they can move pretty fast actually when they want to. So they are they are closing in with you. Uh, and they are within uh, range for you to attack them. And then then it is Caden's turn. Yes. Then it what? is Caden's turn. It is? I yeah. an eight. I know. Hmm. Okay. Is the uh, rabbit still within 60 feet? Uh, yes. Awesome. Yep. So I want to use my meta magic to use distance okay. spell. Okay. And I cast Maximilian's Earthen Grasp on the <laughs> Yes! Get fucked! So it needs to make a strength saving throw. How strong is this uh, rabbit? 
I was going to say strength. That's not its strong point. Although I did say it was swole like a kangaroo. I mostly said that just to troll you guys. What's your spell save DC? 14. Okay. It meets. Oh, no. Oh, I got a 14. Damn. It was a really good try, though. Sadly... Uh, it it busts out. Uh, this enormous hand made of earth uh, rises out of the ground and, and seizes. Like, kicks it with one of its back legs. Does the, yeah. Does the hand stay or does it just disintegrate? It doesn't say it disintegrates on the failed save. It just okay. It it just says they break out on a successful save, and as an action, I can use the hand to reach for a different creature. Oh, range. cool. All right, but so I'm he did that next turn is not going to be within reach. <laughs> well, maybe not, but uh, it, okay. So you don't the hand doesn't disintegrate. This earthen hand reaches up out of the ground and seizes the rabbit, but using the surprising strength of its uh, hind legs, it kicks itself free uh, of the hand. But the hand is still there; it, it does not disintegrate. All right, and the rabbit is next, uh, and it races right for you flower it is not happy about that spear that you threw so is the spear still just like sticking out of it no since it only did five damage i said it was only sort of like a glancing blow it definitely like it's bleeding but it, it sort of like scraped across its back and shoulder and then lodged in the sand behind it darn because you, you, you just threw the spear from a standstill right flower yeah but then i started moving towards it Okay, how far did you move towards it? 30 feet. Okay, all right. So I can move at least 20 feet towards you. <laughs> Kevin knows why I need to know this. You charging. <laughs> all right. The jackrabbit lowers its head and you see the sharp tines of those antlers that it has. And it charges straight at you uh, and attempts to gore you with its antlers. <gasps> Uh-oh. <laughs> No, it rolled a one. Oh, oh, good. Hey, okay, I've so got a he... shield. <laughs> well, no, I like this better. So here's what happens. Um, it it looks at you, flower, with gleaming red eyes, and you know that this thing is is about to. It lowers its head. You see the the moonlight glint off the sharp tines of it. Its antlers. You ready your shield. You know it's going to charge straight for you. And then as it does, it's wearing boots. And rabbits aren't really meant to wear boots. And it trips and it falls flat on its face. And it doesn't move at all. <laughs> its antlers sort of get stuck and lodged in the sand. And you see it struggling and kicking. Wait, it didn't move. It didn't move. <laughs> <laughs> the hand! Okay. The hand is a second chance. All right. Okay. Uh, then it's Sonnet's turn. Uh, Sonnet is watching this all go down just in a frenzy of glee. Uh, let's see. It doesn't... Okay, because it says you just use a, one of your bardic inspirations. Fucking yes! Okay. Uh, you see uh, Sonnet's fingers start to move faster and faster across the strings of the lute that they are holding. And all of a sudden, you see that golden glow that surrounded them before uh, when they first met Yawali. You see it come back and suddenly they are shining like the sun at noonday in the middle of this twilight battlefield. And 
Uh, not only do they look just really fresh, um, yeah, uh, number of creatures equal to their charisma modifier, which is three, within 60 feet, who they can see and who can see them. So that's all of you. Uh, so let's see. We'll, we'll just say Athanasius, Flower, and Caden, because you guys are the fighters. Uh, you each gain five temporary hit points, and you can immediately use your reaction to move up to your speed without provoking an opportunity attack. <laughs> Neat. Which is good, because all four of those cactuses are right up on you now. They didn't attack you, but they got within range of attacking you or being attacked by you last turn. So I can move past them to the jackrabbit, right? Yes, you can. Do you, though? Yeah. Caden's looking awfully helpless. Yeah, all of you can immediately use your reactions to move past the man-eating cactuses, which have sort of or, come you up know, to you if you would go like. go back the other way. Or, yeah, or move backwards, whichever you'd like. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. If my effective range on the hand is 60 feet, if I move beyond it, will it descend me? I, I think have... so. Yeah, I would think so, too. Yeah. So, Caden's saying where he's at. Okay. Athanasius, what are you doing? Uh, I'm staying with Caden. Okay, yeah, you yeah. feel a sudden surge of energy. You feel just a little extra bit of, of life and energy pour into you uh, as Sonnet's song sort of stirs stirs something up in your heart. Okay, uh, next up, we are back to the top of the order with Athanasius. Maximilian's is a save, isn't it? It's not a spell attack? Correct. Correct. Damn. Ah, whatever, it'll help flower out either way. Uh, so I realize that this thing is, like, pretty fast. That's probably mm -hmm. pretty difficult to hit. So yep. I am gonna Guiding Bolt that bitch. Okay. So Guiding Bolt, a flash of ghostly blue light streaks towards a creature of my choice within range. I make a range spell attack. On a hit, it takes damage. And the next attack roll made against the target before the end of my next turn has advantage. Sweet. Okay, make that spell attack. 14 plus 6, so 20. Okay, yeah, you, you hit. Okay, and it is 4d6 radiant Jesus. What the fuck? How much 4d6? Yeah. 17 damage. God dang. Whoa, okay. All right. Unless you miss cop or like fucking miss, let me double check this, cause God, that seems like a lot. The rabbit's like, "Are you sure you can do that?" <laughs> it's actually yeah. The rabbit's 64. like, "Can we get the referees to check that one?" I'm not sure that's fair. It is four d six. I'm looking wow. in PHB right now. It's a fucking okay. level one spell. God. <laughs> Well, you have to so that you have to understand then how averages work, right? Because you could roll four, literally four, only four damage, or you could roll twenty four damage, but mm -hmm. you're probably not gonna roll either of those things. It's gonna be way in the middle of that. It's so. also one that doesn't deal half damage on like a miss, which is why you know some. Oh yeah, like you could have missed the attack a little That's less because they'll yeah. guarantee damage for. This but if you do, do hit, it also gives advantage to the next person that attacks it. Like, yeah, this God. is a very good spell. N nice job. Okay, Flower, you're up. Okay. And it has a range of 120 feet, by the way. Like, <laughs> Fuck. Well, put that one in your back pocket. 
I would like, so I see this big sand hand trying to still grab at the rabbit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's I like haven't used around. my grapple for the day though, um, or my my coils. So I'd like to coil around just the top half of this rabbit. Okay, leave, leave sure. room for the hand if uh, Caden wants to try to uh, grab it again, and we can. All right, there's some it. sort of there's some really sharp antlers, but they're kind of stuck in the sand at the moment. Right. Uh, I think maybe if you want to, you can sort of reach down with all four arms and try to kind of uh, get it in a big bear hug. This is oh, just oh my god, twenty seven to hit. Nice, yeah, because you you have all sorts of stuff. You've got advantage. You've got bless. Mm-hmm. All right, so that it deals 11 bludgeoning damage as I coil up around its top parts. All right. Yeah, you sort of, you, you crush it. In fact, I think as, as, you, as you grab it, one of its antlers snaps uh, with a deafening sort of crack, and the rabbit screams uh, as you, you sort of grab its head. It tries to bite you, but it, it, it can't really get a, get a good uh, fix on you as you uh, take hold of the top part of its body. Okay. Uh, next up, oh, next up we got some cactuses, boys. All right. Let's see. First one's going to go for Athanasius. Does not hit. Second one is going to go for, I uh, will say Caden. No. My AC is 21. No, it's not. I have your AC written down here. You're not uh, playing okay. Kronos, man. <laughs> Okay. 21, and uh, then you cast Shield of Faith on yourself. <laughs> All right. Uh, the second one goes for Caden, and it hits. Uh, so, Caden, let's see. You take... 42 damage. <laughs> uh, no, you take seven uh, piercing damage as this thing sinks its needle teeth into you and sort of scrabbles at you with its needly arms. You go through your temp HP first, so you only take two. Yep. All right, next up is cactus number three. It's going to go for Athanasius. Uh, And it hits. And uh, you take five Athanasius. Oh, no, wait, sorry. I forgot to add the one. Six. You take six. And then uh, the last one turns around and it looks at flower and it shoots some needles uh, off off at flower. Are these reskinned blights? Are these twig blights? No. <laughs> I just used some in my other games, so I'm like, I'm familiar with this. <laughs> yeah, they're, I just I just uh, took needle bite blights, but I buffed them up quite a bit. Um, needle blights, uh, let's yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, of course, obviously. I mean, they're cactuses. What else are you going to mm-hmm. base them on, right? Uh, but uh, the needles uh, fly wide. Uh, they do not hit. So I'm stuck okay. in my shield. Thick, thick, thick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Then we have Caden. Uh, okay. So, clarification I can move the hand within my range that I cast it. So. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, but I don't need to. I, I grab it. Nope. Grab it. All right. Oh, I make another strength saving throw, right? See. It fails! Yay! Yay! Especially, I was going to say, I should give myself disadvantage since it's, gra- since it's grappled, it's right? All, now it's double grappled. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it, it, it fails, man. It fails. It, it failed anyway. And it takes 2d6 um, bludgeoning damage. Oh. 
Okay. And uh, it's not grappled by the hand, it's restrained. Restrained. Ooh. Okay. Oh my Strike. God. Even better. So it's okay. grappled and restrained. <laughs> well, this thing is basically you guys' mercy now. Uh, you've got this this rabbit just between the, the hand made of uh, like earthy sand that's crushing its back half and flower just bear hugging its front half and snapping its one antler off. Uh, this thing is is thinking it made a really just really bad life choices, which is basically what everything that's ever attacked you has felt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, where's the lie? <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, nine damage. Okay. Like anything that attacks us, one turn later. Hmm. Regret. Yeah, fucked this up. <laughs> Yeah, these uh, these fights—they're not really lasting very long. Something attacks you, and you guys immediately just unleash all the fucking hurt on these things, and they're like, "Well, oh, here's fuck. the thing: I was okay. saving most of my, basically, I I had only used one first level spell slot before the boss fight, and in the boss fight, I only used one you second used level web. spell. Yeah, I know you web to burn through. <laughs> oh my god you're like finally something that fireball 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 <laughs> i used two uh first level spells in the boss fight too but with all this math i still have a first level and a second level left and i still yeah. have three sorcery points to make actually no i have two sorcery well you, points. i was gonna say you used one for distant but yeah i have two sorcery points left to make another first level spell Oh my god. Okay, well, uh, yeah, this rabbit is, uh, yikes. Okay. Regret. Yeah, instant regret. Um, yeah, I pretty much only do... used uh, second level spells, so I still had three first level spells left. What are the rules on being restrained? It can't make attacks, can it? It can't move. Speed is zero, can't benefit from any bonus to speed. Okay. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Okay. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Okay. Um, this thing is still going to try to thrash around just on the off chance that it can, can deal some damage to Flower, but no, it cannot. All right, the rabbit's on the ropes. Uh, Sonnet, once again, is like, uh, okay, wow, <laughs> shit. Stand back, yeah. Sana just starts doing a little jig. Uh, they don't feel like they have anything more to contribute. <laughs> they are definitely not necessary at this point. Uh, yeah, and Yawali has just been sort of like clapping and watching the whole time. Uh, and she cheers every time you guys like score a good hit. Um, when Flower went over and started grappling it, she was like, yeah, like, like, uh, like she was yelling at a wrestling match. It was great. Okay, Athanasius, back to you. I used Toll the Dead. <laughs> Shocking. I'm I'm assuming this thing is not super wise. You are wrong, my friend. It rolled a 19. <laughs> well, damn. I just find it funny that you guys are like poking out from behind these cacti that are trying to stab you and still attacking the yeah, jackrabbit that's like 60 You're still feet like, away. yeah, get that fucking rabbit. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Yep. Well, I was just going to restrain it and then divert my attention. Well, it's saved. It, it doesn't give a shit about your, your tolling of its its dead. Nope. 
It doesn't give a shit about its own mortality. It's, it's not scared it's, of you. It's already realized its own mortality because it's, it's being grappled by a snake. It in the last couple seconds. By yeah. a fucking earth it's like, no shit, I know I'm fucked. It's like the guys from Mad Max is just spraying this, the chrome all over its teeth. Valhalla! It doesn't care. It's ready to die. It's ready. It's not scared. All right, flower. Do I have to? This thing is double grappled. Can, do, can I just pull the boots off of it? Oh, yeah, 100%. If you just want the boots, you can just pull those off. Okay, yeah. And I release my hold from it and see that I've snapped off its antler. And I'm like, oh, dear. Sorry, buddy. Good, good fight. Respect. It, snar- it snarls at you and there's like flecks of, of bloody foam coming out of its mouth. I snarl right back. <laughs> it, has, it has glowing, burning red eyes. Okay. Well, but yeah, you, you, you get the boots. You get the boots. I got the boots safe. Guys, I have procured the boots. And I turn around and see all the blight or the um, <laughs> cacti. And I'm like, all the man-eating cactuses. <laughs> okay, you want to go? Let's go. And I'll start making my way back towards them. Okay. Oh, cactuses. All right, cactuses are up. Oh, wait, there's one right behind me, right? Oh, no, it shot. It shot at a distance. It shot. Okay. It's, an, it's okay. a range attack. And actually, this time, two of them turn around and they shoot needles at you as you're coming. No, not with your shield out. Okay, uh, and a whole bunch of needles thud into your shield, but none of them hit you. All right, and uh, one of the uh, other cacti is going to go for Athanasius, uh, and it misses. It, it takes a swipe at you with its hands, but it uh, it's it's clawed, needly hands, but it misses. The other one's going to swipe at Caden, uh, but it misses also. Swing and a miss. Man, these guys are are on tilt. Okay. Uh, and then we have Caden. You are up. So I've got this idea. I don't know if it'll work. Would it be possible if I, say, jumped 10 feet somewhere? Your ideas always start with that. Okay. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. It's, it's a free 10 feet without provoking opportunity attack. It's great. Right. Um, okay. To line up. The cacti in a row, maybe five feet wide. You think they're just going to stand in a nice line for you? Okay, yes. maybe. What are you going to well, do? If shoot I... Fire at them? Yes, I'd, I'd likely shoot fire at them. Lots of fire. Uh, is it a line of, of fire, the thing that you're going to do? 30 feet long and five feet wide. Yeah, yeah. with the five feet wide, yeah, sure, whatever. You can get them all. The ones that... Really? Uh, yeah, the ones that turned around to shoot at Flower didn't move very much. They just turned around and because they didn't have to, they have a ranged attack, so they just sort of turned turned around. They maybe took a few steps away from their brethren to shoot at Flower, but they're probably still within five feet. Will I have to be? Will I have to jump more than sixty feet away from the rabbit? Um, not if you jump straight up into the air. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I'll uh, do that. <laughs> I mean, that that makes sense, right? Or you could jump towards the rabbit. I mean, like... Yeah, I mean, I'm asking however I need to jump to line up the cacti. Well, they were sort of between you and the rabbit. You can maybe jump up into the air, shoot them with fire, and then fall down and still be within 60 feet of the rabbit, yeah? Okay, would I hit Athens? Um, I'm gonna say for the sake of fairness, yes. Oh, no. I'm fine, go for it. <laughs> Uh, first first I'll ask how you feeling Athens bro I'm totally fine I've taken a grand total of two damage over the last two episodes alright I'm sorry but this might hurt and then I jump up 
And, and you I... cast Agonazar Scorcher. Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. All right, a huge line of electrical fire just shoots out of your out of your hands and scorches a burning path across the sands. Uh, do I make a save of some sort for these dudes? Dexterity. All right. These dexterous cacti. And Athanasius does too. They are not dexterous cacti. You hit all of them. Awesome. Fourteen <laughs> damage. You hit me too. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> well, he was right. It hurt. Uh, after that, we have the rabbit. Uh, can it make some sort of save to try to get free of another strength save? St- another strength save. Okay. Uh, what's your 14. your spell save DC is fourteen? Okay, it breaks free. <laughs> I know. Hey, you know, you guys can't have everything in life. The blight, the uh, man-eating cacti all just failed their dexterity saving throws, and the good roll came for the rabbit getting free of your Maximilian's earthen grasp. But you got the boots. Okay, the rabbit uh, kicks itself free of the sandy hand a second time, and uh, it's it's now quite wounded, uh, but it uh, it staggers away uh, a little bit. Uh, trying to get away from you guys, uh, trailing blood in the sand. Uh, then we have Sonnet. They're sort of looking around. You guys need anything? Y- you got this? I think we got it, yeah. I uh, I look decidedly singed. I'm like, <laughs> you could throw a heel my way if you felt like it. Uh, I, I don't think I know how to do that one. The fuck you mean you don't know how to do that one? You're a fucking bard. There's man-eating cacti. Help! Yeah, so just behind the curtain here a little bit, Sonnet has some bard abilities, but uh, not as many spells as a full player character would have, and uh, they actually don't have any healing spells. Not their style. Well, that's some yeah. nonsense. You're a fucking cleric! Heal your goddamn self! Physician, heal thyself! Okay. Uh, do do do. They've got some other stuff in case things really go south, but uh, they're not pulling it out for now. All right, guys, let's wrap it up. This is going long because of a fight. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Told the dead. Told the dead on what? On whatever cactus is closest to me that got hit by the scorcher. Okay. Well, they all got hit, and I rolled a nineteen, so <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't care. Maybe I think maybe the cactus just isn't intelligent enough to know that it's mortal in the first place. So it's like, nope, not today. Flower, what is your action? Um, do you think I could scare these things into running away? They're already hurt, and the their big sort of bully leader is staggering off with half an antler. True. Yes, yeah. Ma- yeah. you can make an intimidation check. Ah! Oh fuck yeah. 24. Oh, man. Yeah, these things aren't very... What do you think that would be? Would it be like a like an intelligence check? Um, yeah, that or insight? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, um... Look, uh, they're plants, okay? They, they're, they don't have a lot in the brain power department. Uh, all they know is that they have a thirst for blood, and that's pretty much it. And, uh... <laughs> so... Uh, they uh, they see the jackrabbit staggering off. Its magic boots gone. Its uh, its head dragging in the sand with uh, one antler snapped off. And uh, these cactus 
uh, have just enough brain power to think, oh, shit. Uh, and uh, they start to shamble off after it as fast as they possibly can. Uh, I guess if you guys wanted to make opportunity attacks against them, you can because they're breaking and running. So, Nah. Mm-mm. They're cacti. <laughs> Wait, they're man-eating cacti. Kill them all. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it was like, well, man-eating cacti for dinner tonight, boys. Exactly. No, I think we'll let him stagger off into the the setting sun. Yeah, it's not good. The setting moon. It's it's twilight. That's, that, I read yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll yeah, just whisper. Yeah, I know. This town ain't big enough for all of us. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry that uh, we did this inside the gloaming, so I couldn't do the proper western aesthetic uh, <laughs> of a uh, like sunset showdown. But um, sorry about that, folks. Uh, okay, yeah, you guys can consider yourselves out of initiative if you would like to. All right. Uh, Sonnet and Yowali are cheering and clapping very, very loudly. I'll go gently lay on hands, Athen, for uh, five points. Sort of t- take away the singed smell, at least, the smell of burning flesh. Yeah. You all right there, buddy? Yeah, that, uh, that was a doozy. Yeah, Caden. Caden kind of rubs the back of his neck. Uh, sorry about that. I, was... I, I fucking told you to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And all the cacti are on fire as they're running away, so it's pretty sweet. Yeah, and like, I mean, I I survived. It just uh, stung a bit. Just a bit, Tad. Scales are just a little crispy. It, it, you don't even have any eyebrows to burn off. It's fine. Maybe next time you, uh, you want to throw a big AOE spell, maybe try like a, a cold-based one. I grew up in like high mountains, so... I tend to be fairly resilient oh. to the cold. Oh, I uh, I didn't know that. I'll keep that in mind. All right. Victory is yours. Flower in your hands. You hold. Uh, and, and even as you hold them, they, they sort of shrink back down to gnome size. Uh, a pair of uh, beautiful red leather boots inlaid with silver, and on them are two gleaming silver spurs. All right. Nice and shiny. I'll spin one of the spurs. All right. That's it for this week. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please give us a rating and review to help others join our adventure. You can find out more about the show and how to get in touch with us on our website, talesfromthetablecast.com. And you can find us on Twitter, at TableTalesCast. This podcast was edited by Cloud and Audrey and produced by Cloud. Special thanks to Matt Marshall for his awesome advice. Our theme music is 8-Bit Adventure by Adhesive Wombat. This is your Dungeon Master, Cloud, and I hope you'll join us next week on Tales from the Table.